Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Live Boldly podcast with Sarah Shelton Kranz. This is an inspiring podcast for those seeking proven ways of healing, growing, and transcending their lives. I'm a legendary leader in healing, acclaimed author, keynote, and TEDx speaker, a mom, an adventurer, and a believer in all things possible. My mission is to guide others to live their life boldly, regardless of circumstances. I believe we all have the power to overcome and lead joy-filled, happy lives. Recorded from the trail or in my office, every other week I share inspiring stories from everyday people because we all deserve to be heard. You will also hear from hand-picked professionals ready to guide you beside me. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Live Boldly with Sarah Schulting Kranz. Grab your journals. Today, we're going to talk about hyper-independence and hyper-vigilance. They show up very much. They manifest very much in the same way. That said, they're two very different things. I did, what is bringing this up? I did an Instagram post, a reel on hyper-independence. It's something that I have been sitting with an awful lot lately due to my own trauma that I have lived through and the fact that I am a hyper-independent human being. I am. And I've been really sitting with, am I so hyper-independent that I'm pushing people away or not allowing people to get close to me? This is one of the things that a lot of people that have lived through trauma that they sit with, Right. Is independence important? Yes, independent independence is really a beautiful thing, right? That said, sometimes when we are hyper-independent, we become so independent that we actually block people out from getting to the closest part of our heart and our soul. And so I want to talk a little bit about the difference between hyper-independence and hyper-vigilance because, like I said, they show up sometimes in very similar ways. So hyper-independence can result from emotional damage, also through abandonment, broken trust, through betrayal. Hello, betrayal, broken trust, abandonment, emotional damage right here from our past. Hyper-independence can be difficult through hyper-independence. It can be difficult for us to form connections with and tend to sometimes avoid companionship. Now, I don't have a hard time forming connections at all. That said, there are times I've noticed through my own journey over the last 10 years where I have needed a lot of time alone because of the emotional space that I have had to, the journey that I've had to go through in my own healing. I don't want to live in solitude. I'm not like that. That said, I do love to go into solitude. So everybody understand can be different when we're talking about hyper-independence and hyper-vigilance. Hyper-independent people tend to be, sometimes they have a hard time sharing their emotions. That's not me. They sometimes have a hard time maintaining relationships. Not me. They sometimes have a hard time admitting defeat. Now, that could definitely be me. (laughs) 
they sometimes have a hard time asking for help. Now, that's something that I've had to learn how to do throughout my journey because for so long, trust is something that can be hard to build post-betrayal. And so when you have a hard time with trust and you're so used to doing things on your own, it can be hard to ask for help. Now, hyper-independence does stem from a history of trauma. Talked about that. And sometimes it can create a fear of being betrayed or abandoned again. So sometimes people look at hyper-independent people as being super strong-willed, highly capable individuals, leading to the misconception that total independence shows the strength of character. Yes, that is completely true. We hyper-independent people most often are seen as extremely strong-willed, very highly capable individuals. And yes, I am. There is, however, a point where we can become so independent that it can risk our mental and physical health by shutting people out and failing to form our deepest. Now, we're not just talking connections, but our deepest connections with other people, right? Like intimate connections, forming partnerships. Now, for me, people ask us all the time, how are you not in a relationship? Listen, I, my, as my father said to me, Sarah, you are very much like your mother. He said, you have really strong Like you're not just going to settle. And that's very true. I'm not. I've lived through enough. I've had relationships that have also hurt me post my marriage very deeply. And the one thing that I will not do is settle. When I see a red flag, I'm like, yep, that's a red flag. I look for white flags as well. Those are the healthy flags within a relationship. Right now in my life, that's where I'm at. I And I will never settle again. It's just not going to happen. So when we're talking about the connections, though, we're talking about those deepest intimate connections, right? Being independent is an extremely important and healthy thing to do as an adult. Being free to act, being able to think for yourself, being able to be independent financially, being able to be independent in all of the ways, It's that's a really healthy thing. Still, we want to make sure that we're not crossing over as trauma survivors into too far into the hyper-independence where we start cutting ourselves off from meaningful relationships, those deepest meaningful relationships, where we then are forced to handle all of the stress of life, the worries, the anxiety ourselves, right? We still want to be able to have healthy relationships. So I want to share with you a couple of signs of hyper-independent human beings. We sometimes always try to prove that we are self-sufficient. Now understand, these may or may not relate to you. You may have an inability to open up to others. You may not want to accept help from others. Like I said, I've been allowing myself to do that, to accept help. Sometimes we overburden ourselves with work commitments because we want to avoid other things, perhaps relationships, perhaps going out, right? Being being social. Sometimes we have been hurt so many times that even being social can be difficult. We might strive to maintain in constant occupation, right? We're constantly looking for that next thing in an unhealthy way, not in a healthy way. Like for me, I'm constantly pushing myself to to try new things. I want to see what I'm capable of. If we're doing that in an unhealthy way, that also can be used as a means to cut ourselves off from others. Uh, Maybe we want to avoid social events, right? Because we've been hurt. Maybe for some people that are hyper-independent, they might seem unemotional and detached. Definitely not me, as we all know. I have no problem with attachment, healthy attachment. I've learned that space of healthy attachment. Now understand that 
this is still, I'm still learning too, right? That said, we get to that place where we understand what healthy attachment is. We may want to flee a relationship as soon as they, as soon as we do develop an attachment with someone where we're like, okay, is this good to, is this too good to be true? In that hyper-independent state, we perhaps, if we've been hurt so much in the past, we know what it is to feel unhealthy love. We know what it is to be in a toxic relationship. We may not know what it is to be in a healthy relationship. So once we feel that healthy relationship, it feels uncomfortable when actually it's healthy and what we really do need. Understand that these are all just signs. It does not mean that you fit into a damn box. So understand that. So the difference between hyper-independence, though, and hyper-vigilance, hyper-independence is similar to hyper-vigilance. However, hyper-vigilance is a state of being in constant readiness for an attack. So hyper-vigilance is where some people sit right after they have been through traumatic situations and relationships. We might be in that readiness for am I going to fight? It's that fight, flight, or freeze, right? It's a trauma response where we are just learning what it is to trust again, where we are, where we might have that, oh, that trust issue, that belief issue that all people are there to hurt us, where we are just waiting for that other shoe to drop. That's hypervigilance. Hypervigilance many times happens, like I said, right after we get out of, or we are perhaps in the throes of releasing ourselves, detaching from those abandonments, from those toxic relationships. So I wanted to bring these two up because it's important to understand these different states. And also the thing that I want to remind you of is this. Okay, hyper-independent people are not always on an alert for threats. They feel independence. They are independent. They want to protect themselves from future trauma. They might be in that space of learning how to trust others so that they can have those relationships that are deep and meaningful once again. It's important to understand and to bring these different stages up, like for example, hypervigilance, right? When you are coming out of a relationship and hyperindependence, where it can actually go so far into that other side where we're cutting ourselves off. The reason why it's important is because it gives us a better understanding of how to step into healthy relationships in the present and into the future. I see in my own life, in my relationships, looking at my patterns from the age of a young girl all the way up to now at 49, how the effects of the trauma that I've lived through, the abandonments, the betrayals, the lies, the deceit, how all of those relationships that I have been in along the way, the ones that I picked, the ones that I fell into literally, and where I'm at today, right? In this healthy space, coming out of all of that, having worked through all of that. And also understanding that there is always learn to grow. There's always a space of learning and growing and understanding where I'm at within my relationships, those relationships that I'm choosing and also not choosing to be in, how that deepens that relationship with myself and understanding a little bit more about who I am as an independent, healthy, independent woman today. And so I hope this helps you because when I did this reel on Instagram and it, wow, it blew up. People were like, oh my God, that's me. And other people were like, it's not bad to be hyper independent. And I'm like, no, I'm not saying it is people. Like I'm not saying it is. What I am saying is just take a look, take a step back sometimes and look at where 
maybe we are shutting people out. I'm not saying you are. Maybe we are shutting people out though. And um, maybe there's room for us to allow more people in. Maybe there's a space of our boundaries being set so hard and fierce that we are not letting the healthy people into our life. I don't know. It's just something for you to sit with, to think about, and to observe as you are growing and learning into this next space within your life, right? Present and future. So I hope it helps you. If it does, that's awesome. Send me a note, drop a comment, share this in your share this in your social media, tag me, I will reshare. And also, here's the deal. If you could go into whatever podcast platform that you are on and do a rating and a review, let us know what you think. I would really appreciate it because this is how we grow this platform. And then also, if you are interested in joining one of our retreats, remember the Grand Canyon, June 4th to the 7th. That one, we only allow eight people to go. We can only take eight people. It is our very, very last Grand Canyon retreat. We welcome you. It's three months of coaching along with that four-night, five-day retreat, intensive, beautiful journey into self. And so I welcome you. It is co-ed. If it is something you would like to do, again, it's our last one. Don't miss out. Right now, we are offering a really huge discount because it's our last one. Sarah at sarahshultoncrans.com. Jump in. And then also, if you are looking for a speaker on resilience and or leadership, I would love to talk to you and create because this is my jam space. Stepping more onto stage, teaching, growing the platform from there, touching lives in a different sort of way. Because, because I want to, because I love it, because, because I used to be a teacher in elementary school and now I am a teacher with adults and all of you. And I want to keep rippling this into the world and creating the best change possible. So with that, as my mother always says, keep going, keep taking those steps forward. We need you. We love you. You are here for a reason and you have one hell of a gift to give to all of us as well. Yeah. So have a great rest of your day. Spread this into the world, and I look forward to seeing you next week right here with our guest. My friends, thank you for listening to the Live Boldly podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I am so grateful to have you here. I'd love to invite you over to sarahschultingkranz.com to receive five free meditations recorded by me or download your free guide on how nature is your perfect healing therapy. My site has many free resources to guide you on your life journey, many that I used myself while on my road from victim to survivor. And also, please, I ask that you share my podcast with those who may need inspiration, information, or who may need to hear from others going through where they are right now. To grow this podcast, please leave an iTunes review and subscribe. Go find it on other platforms such as Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Please also go to my Instagram or Facebook page. Leave a message in my comments and tell me what you think of this episode. Please share in your stories and tag me. I'd love to reshare and celebrate your healing journey. I love hearing from each one of you. Let's keep the ripple going. It begins with each one of us. I love you. And as I always say, I believe in you, us, always. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death 
in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook Games.